Bonus locked on Jayhawks here. The IARP ruling from the NCAA is officially out. The six-year case over Kansas basketball stemming back to the 2017-2018 season is finally done. Did Kansas get any other punishments? What came out of it? What's next for KU? We discussed that on this bonus episode of Locked on Jayhawks. You are Locked on Jayhawks, your daily podcast on the Kansas Jayhawks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Derek Johnson. You can hear me as well Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. on KLWN in Lawrence with Rock Chalk Sports Talk. Thanks for making Locked on Jayhawks your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get any of your podcasts. And on today's bonus episode of Locked on Jayhawks, we're talking about the IARP decision that came down. No added punishments for KU basketball. They had some self-imposed punishments last year. Those served as enough. And honestly, based on the report that came out, those might have actually been too much for what Kansas had to do. So we're going to talk about that, uh, what came out, what this all means on this episode of the show. First, we are brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase the Jace case providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections get yours today at jacemedical.com that's j-a-s-e medical.com okay so uh here is the official ruling in a decision announced wednesday the ncaa's independent accountability review process iarp led to a downgrade in the severity of the five level one allegations against the program ultimately judging this a level two case. So each level one violation carried with it. It was like a one to three year postseason ban. Not a single one stuck as level one. Dropped the entire thing down to level two, which is more minor violations. The independent resolution panel gave Kansas a three-year probation with no effect on the program's postseason status. So there's the big one right there. There is no postseason ban for KU basketball. That was the big thing people were trying to avoid. Even if you had to flirt with the idea of possibly losing the 2018 Final Four, losing wins that season, it was better than the alternative of having a postseason ban. Now, we'll get to that. There's not going to be any of that either. So, you know, even better for you. But no postseason ban. That's that's a huge win for all the players currently on the team that weren't a part of this. That's a huge win for the program, for the fans, for uh, kind of everyone involved. And that's the big one here as part of all this. Now, as far as the three-year probation, uh, you might be wondering what that is. Well, it basically just means we're watching you. It basically just means that if you commit some order other violation during the probation, you're basically already on strike two, and your punishment will be more than if you were not on probation, right? It's like if you're on house arrest and then you commit another crime. That other crime you committed, it's the punishment's going to see it increase from what it normally would be, right? Uh, so let's get more into the case coming up here. First, though, this episode of the show brought to you by Jace Medical. Don't be caught unprepared. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form, and in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from their physicians for any treatment-related questions. Doctor-created doctor recommended. Jace Medical is simple. You go online, fill out a form, fill out a prescription. Life-saving medications come right to your door. The Jace case gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have medication in hand. Get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code Locked On at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, so uh, more from the case. Obviously, the big one there, no postseason ban. You're on a three-year probation. Head coach Bill Self, who was initially charged with the level one violation and was suspended as part of the self-imposed suspension last year, 
for four games was instead charged with a level three violation. So level three is the, the, uh, I guess, least severe level one is the most severe. So it got knocked down big time and no additional penalties. And honestly, based on a level three violation, a four game suspension might've been too much. So you might've actually overdone it in that regard, but you know, not that it was a huge deal. And, and you went undefeated in those games, with Norm Roberts to begin last season. Anyway, uh, assistant coach Curtis Townsend, who was suspended four games last year as well, also had his charges reduced from level one to a level two and a level three violation with no additional penalties. Neither coach faces a show cause order, which could have been applicable for level one violations. So basically, bottom line here, it's been a long six years as we've been waiting for everything to kind of come out here. I mean, think about all the things that have changed. Uh, over six years, maybe in your life or, or just along the way in KU basketball, KU football. Uh, um, shoot, man, that was was that David Beatty? Was David Beatty the head coach of KU football when this stuff first started? Or was that Les Miles? I don't know. I think that might have been David Beatty. That is insane to think about, right? Um, it's been so long. So just to be done with this, I think is is good for everyone involved. Obviously, this means that I. IARP is no more. This was their final case as part of everything that stemmed with the FBI decision. So they're going to poof away and the NCAA will probably come up with some new committee or some other ways of, you know, looking into punishing teams in the future. I think this is, is you know, more based on the other teams that uh, this stuff kind of happened with as well. They didn't want to punish the current kids on the rosters, especially with it being five, six years down the road um, and, you know, punish them by giving postseason bans. And I think you saw that. But again, with everything being knocked down to like level two, level three violations, that was never going to be a conversation of a postseason ban anyway. And so the, the self-imposed punishments KU did last year ended up being enough <clears throat> for them. Now, one thing I didn't see is this, and, and we're going to hear from a press conference later in the day um, from all this, is how things are maybe affected by the um, scholarship production, because that wasn't mentioned at all in this. Like, is Kansas uh, still having to do the scholarship production from the self-imposed part of this, or – are they basically saying like you don't have to anymore or has that already been accepted because it was self-imposed? Um, I, I, I would assume they still have to do the uh, the scholarship uh, sanctions that they kind of imposed on themselves. Um, but the, it's just the black cloud is no longer hanging over you. And Bill Self is an unbelievable coach, an unbelievable recruiter that he was still able to get a bunch of really good players to come to KU even during when all this stuff was happening. He was obviously able to still win a national championship. Um, but now it opens up recruiting even more. And it opens up recruiting even more from a standpoint of, I think you started to see it this year because they already have, you know, a couple top 30 recruits and they might add another top 50 guy here tonight with Rakeis Passmore that um, Kansas, as much as they've still brought in really good recruits, like Jalen Wilson was a top 50 recruit and some of these guys, the, the guys who were top 10 recruits, the guys who were top five recruits have been fewer and far between since really go back to like Josh Jackson. And I think part of that probably does have to do with this case that you've still got on good recruits, but you haven't competed for the, you know, Andrew Wiggins types of the world. And there's the argument to be had about what would you rather build your team with and, and yada, yada, yada. But I think this opens you up even more that other coaches can no longer negatively recruit you and be like, yeah, but they have the, this NCAA case hanging over their head. Do you really want to go there they can get a postseason man now you can no longer lie to recruits and negatively recruit that way like I, I know there are certain coaches who like to negatively recruit some don't I've heard like as like Scott Drew like to negatively recruit who knows uh, how much the truth there is to that but that's kind of what I've heard on on the recruiting trail and um, that now you can no longer use that against KU so it should open up recruiting even more but it's just 
it's just kind of a relief and it's time for a new era and it's time to move on. And that's the biggest thing of all this. And the fact that you didn't end up with a postseason ban was the biggest part of all this because that was the one thing you didn't want to go without. You have the long NCAA tournament streak. March Madness is so much fun, especially when your team is in it and especially when your team is good. And Kansas basketball, each and every year, you feel like you're competing for a national title. You feel like you're competing for a one seed for a final four and even have one year where you don't even have a shot at it, where you wouldn't even have the motivation to get there. That would suck. So you don't have to worry about that now. Uh, We're going to finish up uh, here with, uh, I guess, reflection on uh, what this all means, both in terms of Kansas and kind of nationally. First, this episode of the show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. You have a bunch of more or lesses on different things, whether it's yards or touchdowns or in the MLB, pitcher strikeouts, hits. And you can pick more or less on a bunch of the different things. You can do a minimum of two. You can do a maximum of six. You get different payouts based on what you go through. You can even flex your payouts so that, you know, if you pick like five things, and you can get a higher boost if you want all five to hit, or you can do like the flex payout where if only four of the five hit, you get at least a little bit of money, but maybe don't get quite as much if all five of five pick. Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code LockedOnCollege for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash college with code LockedOnCollege for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePicks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I'm finishing things up, reflection on all this. Uh, The number one bottom line here, whether it's Kansas, whether it's any other school, fight the NCAA. Always fight the NCAA on this stuff Um, for a multitude of reasons. Obviously, it took way longer than you could have hoped for, and and, you you would have liked it to be done so much sooner. But fighting the NCAA, this was something that North Carolina did about a decade ago, and they got off without anything. This is something that Kansas did here. This is something that some of the other schools did that were part of this IARP stuff from the FBI trials. It worked out to the benefit. And when you look at some of the schools that did not fight the NCAA, like Oklahoma State, they leaned into the NCAA, and they had way less stuff going on than some of these other schools and rooted over. They got a one-year postseason ban in a year that, I don't know, they had a pretty good team, um, but they ended up, you know, not having motivation and, and the record didn't look great. But, you know, maybe if you have that dangling in front of you, it's a little bit different. And, you know, Mike Boynton, their coach, like talked afterwards, like we would have never uh, let them into our house. We would have never, you know, uh, I, I guess, I don't know, not fought them had we known what was going to happen. And he has since come out and been like, yeah, like I, it's not that I want these other schools to have the same trouble we do because I would feel bad for the kids. But like it's unfortunate for us. So the moral of the story here, always fight the NCAA. And now that NIL is a thing, it's going to be a little bit harder, I would imagine, for KU or some of these other schools to be in the same position where you're even having to get to this point. Now, obviously, there are different loopholes and things that could get you in trouble with the NIL game, but there are more ways to legally, I guess, get through things now that you shouldn't have to worry about this anymore. And uh, certainly, this is a new era in a good way for KU moving past this Always fight the NCAA in their uh, archaic ways. Uh, that'll do it for this bonus episode of Locked on Jayhawks. We will uh, maybe have another bonus episode for Keys Pass. More picks KU tonight. Uh, we'll get to an episode tomorrow with Nick Schwert. We will also get to a KU Oklahoma State preview later in the week. This has been Locked on Jayhawks. You can find our show anywhere you get any of your podcasts. You can also like and subscribe to our show on YouTube. Have a great rest of your day. See you next time.